0: Hey, Business Building Warrior, it's Jim. And on today's episode, I actually have two guests, and we're gonna talk about eBay. As Amazon sellers, which is what most of us are who listen to this podcast, we tend to focus in on growing our Amazon business the vast majority of the time, and that's the way it should be. But there are a lot of other platforms out there that we can be using, and there's a good number of ways that we can jump in and start using those platforms without necessarily changing the way that we're doing things right now. It's expanding your streams of income. It's diversification. It's adding some structure, structural support rather than having all your eggs in one basket, right? It's those kinds of concepts that make us interested in talking about platforms like eBay. Now, many people who've been around e-commerce for more than, let's say, 10, 15 years, it used to be eBay was the only game in town. And it's really never left. And actually, Recently, it's been picking up a lot of momentum again. And there's a good number of people in our community that sell more on eBay than they do on Amazon. So, today we're going to talk a lot about eBay with two of my favorite people. Outside of being eBay experts, they're just two incredible people that I've become good friends with both of them. I'm talking about Danny Ackerman and Jeff Clark, two high quality people who know what they're talking about. They've been on eBay a long time, they've got six figure businesses on the platform with interesting lessons and strategies and ideas. And here's the thing, if you can sell on Amazon, you can sell on eBay. It's not complicated. So if you've got that inventory you're not sure what to do with, or maybe you've got some inventory that you thought you'd be able to sell and now you can't, hey, you should be playing around with eBay a little bit. And the nice thing about eBay too, one of the things we'll get into is, you just can't beat the ROI. The margins are insane finding two and $5 items that you're selling for $50 or $70, these guys do that. And they talk about how to do that on today's show. So I'm going to drop a website on you because we don't talk about it a whole lot on the podcast episode. It'll be in the show notes as well, but silentgym.com slash eBay is the website that you're going to need to go check out the new course that Danny and Jeff put together for us. Silentgym.com slash eBay. Go check it out. The price is right. It's an incredible offer. And you can jump into the minds of two of the premier eBay experts from our community who have really been doing it right for a very long time. You're going to benefit greatly from this. You should not be ignoring eBay. We sell on eBay in our business. Primarily, we use it as the place to move the things we're having trouble selling and that occasional special find. But these guys are really using it in a big way. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode and some of the stories today. So hang in there with us for a lesson about how to use eBay as another stream of income for your e-commerce adventures, okay? Thank you for hanging out with us today, Business Building Warrior. You're going to enjoy this episode. Talk to you on the other side. So Danny, Jeff, welcome to the show. Good to have you guys here. Let's talk about eBay.
1: Let's talk about eBay. (laughs) It's my favorite topic.
0: (laughs) Let's maybe start here. How long have you been on eBay? And I want to jump in and just get some real practical meat out of this episode today too, uh, because there is an emerging excitement about eBay and it's it's bubbling to the surface again in ways I haven't seen in probably ten years or so quite a bit. And I don't know you two are two of the most excited and you know qualified experts in our community. So let's jump into this.
1: Yeah, I have been on eBay uh, pretty much since it began, since it, I should, I should preface that not since it it began in 1996, but when it went public, because that's how I heard about it. Mm -hmm. I was, I was raising horses and I was out in my pickup truck with the radio on kind of plowing my, my arena. And I heard this ad about eBay and I could not get out of that truck fast enough to go inside and (laughs) go check this out because I'd already been buying and selling stuff for years, you know, the hard way, like yard sales and the little free, um, newspaper stuff you could put ads in. And then I found out this thing online. It was like, Whoa, they made this for me. And kind of the rest is history. So I've been I've been doing this since 1998.
2: Wow, that's really cool. Uh, I'm a relative newcomer. I was actually working in factories, supporting my family of nine, and started to get an itch to do something different. And uh, so I started selling on eBay in 2006. I was working at a factory that was building RVs, and they had parts that they would pull off the line and then just take to the local auction house so i started buying those parts for practically nothing and selling them on ebay that was the first that was my first gig on ebay and so my first year selling on ebay consequently was also my last year working the factory i made 14 grand just as a just as a side gig in rv parts and i thought this is the best thing ever
1: (laughs) jeffrey that was 15 years ago I know you're not a newcomer. <laughs>
2: that's crazy. <laughs>
1: well, compared to you
2: guys, I guess. You
0: know, I jumped on. I think shortly after, after Danny, and, and that's where I got my start. You know, that's my whole the whole start of my story. For you know, I'm not going to spend a lot of time here because I don't want to make it about me on this episode. I want to talk about eBay. But I started on eBay and sold a pair of old Nike Jordan shoes to a guy in Singapore for made about 700 bucks off a pair of used tennis basketball shoes. That's cool. I mean that's long time ago. I was like early 2000, maybe even 1999 or something like that. I'd have to look it up, but it's been a long time ago. But I was hooked on this whole concept of e-commerce. Now, for some big picture perspective, you know, most people who listen to this show, they're Amazon. And that, I think we have the best, some world-class content and so many success stories on Amazon. So why should Amazon yeah. sellers look at eBay? Let me just lay a little foundation. I'm gonna turn it over to you guys. We know that half of all transactions online in the US right now Amazon when it comes to, and
1: I I love addressing this because I have been a part of your community for many years and 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 you saw
0: the shift. We were all eBay before. yeah, And then Amazon became this monster you couldn't ignore. So we jumped into it and we got good at it. And now we're primarily Amazon and eBay is kind of the second.
1: Yeah. Well, I felt this tremendous pressure to do Amazon. Like I really did. I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to do this. Everybody's making money at this. And I just want to give this message to those who might be listening that maybe Amazon is just not feeling right or mm-hmm. it's not what you hoped it would be. And you're struggling because I didn't go with the Amazon. I ended up setting that back aside and going with eBay. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if, if Amazon's your thing, and I, man, like you've got people that are just rocking it with Amazon. Yeah. But me personally, I just... I just don't feel like it's my thing. I don't enjoy it. It, you know, it feels like too much of a job to me. And eBay, I can do what I love. I can shop for what I love in the thrift stores and, and such and still make that same amount of money. So I just want to make it clear to your audience that you don't have to pick one or the other that so you do a mix or you can pick one and it's all good. You can make this whatever you want it to be.
2: Yeah, that's, that's a great point. And, you know, one thing that I really encourage people is selling on multiple platforms because, you know, there are and I, I sell on Amazon. I love selling on Amazon. It's fun. But eBay is more fun, <laughs> in my opinion. And the thing is, you know, there's millions of people who shop on Amazon and they love it. They love buying on Amazon because they get that two day prime shipping and they will never, ever shop anywhere else. They hate eBay, okay? Danny, right? (laughs) She, She shops on Amazon but sells on eBay. Likewise, though, there are millions and millions of people who shop on eBay and hate Amazon. They hate it for whatever reason. I don't know. I mean, it can be frustrating, you know? So if there's millions of people exclusively here and millions of people exclusively here, why wouldn't I sell on both platforms, right? That's my first answer to your question, Jim. My second answer is as sellers, and I know we've seen this a lot in the community, Amazon is really good at bringing new policies on us that just don't make any sense. (laughs) Every time they do that, you know, there's a rash of Amazon sellers that go, Oh, this is terrible. You can't make any money on Amazon. I'm quitting. And, and they, they quit, you know, and the rest of us are like, okay, let's figure out how to, you know, how to pivot. But, you know, if it stresses you out like that, then yeah, you need to be selling on eBay because if something happens, you know, to your account or whatever, you're still got some some income going.
0: Yeah, and philosophically, I've been saying, you know, the first version of Silent Sales Machine, it's in its 10th version. I'm working on version 11 now. So there's really isn't a version right now, but I'm working on the latest, but every version is included this revelation or realization or this philosophy that no matter what platform you're on, you better be on more than just that one. Now, when you start, you're going to pick one and you're going to kind of plant there and you're going to grow there, but it's your responsibility to not just be reliant on, I don't care if it's PayPal or Facebook or eBay or YouTube or whatever platform, LinkedIn, like if all your eggs are in one big platform basket, there's people that can wake up one day, decide they don't like you. And for whatever reason, in the terms of service, page 412, it says clearly that, you know, people who wear baseball caps on Zoom are no longer allowed to use Zoom. So all of a sudden, Jeff's like kicked off Zoom. Like what happened? Well, he was wearing oh, red baseball caps. was fun, while it No, right? So you've got to diversify. So we're all on the same page there.
1: Yeah, and I just want to address, you know, eBay is not without its issues. I mean, it is, kind of been a roller coaster over these oh, last right. 20 I'm in my 23rd year now and there have been some major ups and downs I have actually walked away from eBay a couple of times over over the course of that but I always come back to it because at the end of the day I know how to make money utilizing the eBay platform and, and that's what it's all about this is not it's not about loving eBay even because I'll be honest eBay doesn't love you They probably don't know who you are, except you are a user ID on their platform of hundreds of thousands of users. So it's really about how can I best utilize this tool that I'm given? And eBay has a tremendous tool there for us to use to build our own business.
2: Yeah, that's that's true. And another thing about eBay in comparison to Amazon, why it's so much fun and why I really uh, why I think it's it's a great place to sell. You know, Amazon is set up like the world's store. Okay, so they'll say, oh, here we have this. Uh, here's this lamp and here's this book and they have one listing for the lamp and then anyone who wants to sell it has to get on that listing. and so you click on it you know if you're buying you click on the, the link and you see the information for the lamp and then you see you know 50 sellers that are selling it. Well, you're just one fish in the pool at that point, right but eBay doesn't do that they don't now yes they have you know some fill-in information but you create your own listing every single time. And so you have a lot more control over the things that you list on eBay than you do on Amazon.
0: Absolutely. And there's more of a relationship that can be built there too. Although eBay clamped down on that some, Uh, but there's a lot of similarities. I, I typically, I say, if you can succeed on eBay, you can definitely succeed on Amazon. But would you say the reverse is true?
1: I think so, because I think it's all about the business mindset. It's all about using what you're given and making it work for your situation.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the principles are the same, regardless of the platform, you know, the principle is find out what people want and get it for them.
0: Exactly. Well, let's get practical. Like let's share some, and let's assume we're talking to people who are either interested in Amazon or already got some action going there. Why shouldn't they just continue to ignore eBay? Let's lay out a a good case and we can kind of brainstorm through it, but how would you address that? Like I'm doing, I'm doing reasonably well on Amazon. Why should I take time or, or what should I even sell on eBay? Do I have to go find new stuff? Do I have to start going to yard sales like Danny because I hate yard sales? You know, let's let's talk practical.
1: Yeah, I think we've already touched on some of that is that number one, should something happen and your account gets suspended or heaven forbid, like completely taken down forever, you're starting over with something versus if you've already got a little nest egg built over somewhere else, you're not completely out of business. So there is that. But there's also, why wouldn't you want to reach a whole nother millions of customers that don't necessarily want to shop on Amazon? And there's certain products that absolutely are not best for Amazon. They are best for the eBay platform. Mm, So it's really just, growth
2: right yeah you know i think the factor that i would bring up is the control you know you have so much more control over your listing and over your shipping process and everything you know it's great to have amazon's fba and i take advantage of that all the time which is where you ship things into amazon and they store them in the warehouse until they sell you know it's great to not to have that off my hands but i'm trusting Amazon, first of all, to not lose my stuff. <laughs> and if they do to reimburse me for it, which they they will argue about it, I trust them to ship it properly, which doesn't always happen. You know, I have customers request refunds because Amazon didn't ship something right and it got broken. OK, third, you know, I trust them to to treat me fairly which doesn't always happen either. And I, I don't want to bash Amazon. I still love selling on Amazon, but there's a lot that's out of my control there. Whereas on eBay, you know, I decide how my listing is going to look. I decide what pictures I'm going to take. I decide how to pack it and ship it. And I have a lot more control over my business that way.
1: Yeah.
0: Very good. I love the answers. I think we've got some people interested. So where should I start? What should I sell? I know how I would answer that. I know what we sell on eBay. We we do a fair amount on eBay, not as much as we do on Amazon by any means. You know, for us, maybe I'll start here. It's the stuff that Amazon sends back to us and says, Hey, sorry, you can't sell this here. Or, you know, competition drives the price into the ground or you know, we found, we bought the wrong item. We thought we were buying product X and we bought a product that looks like product X, but it's not the one we needed. So that's the stuff we tend to throw on eBay. I'm not so much of the the scavenger hunt, like adventure hunter mode. We don't really have anyone on our team that does that. But talk through what, you know, what are my options? What what can I get into if if I'm looking at, I've got a healthy Amazon business here and I want to start talking a little bit more about eBay. Give me some real practical specifics. What am I going to be selling there? What's involved?
1: Well, the possibilities are endless. That's the beautiful thing. And it's a lot of the items on eBay are used items. People know it for going and finding a used or refurbished or whereas you don't get I mean, I know Amazon does have that, but that's really not the customer going over there shopping where right. it is the customer shopping on eBay. So you can still do your same sources wherever that is. And there's Gosh, there's sourcing is is sky's the limit. There's wholesale, there's liquidation. There's the same places you source for Amazon just expand the things that you're looking at now knowing, you know that it the parameters are open a bit more. Or if you like the treasure hunt, see I love margins. Like oh, I yeah. like paying $5 <laughs> and selling it for 500. And mm-hmm. that is absolutely a weekly possibility with, with eBay not so much for Amazon.
2: That's true. Right, we- yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I love the hunt also. That's that's the, the fun part. But, you know, Danny's right. A lot of the things, in fact, all the things that you sell on Amazon, you can sell on eBay. And sometimes it just makes more sense to do it. I just, yesterday, I was at Meyer and going through the clearance rack and I got a couple dozen packets of spices. Now, Amazon has a listing where they're selling for like, you know, five and a half bucks a piece, which by the time they take their fees out, you don't hardly make anything, but there are bundles of it selling on eBay and I can make, you know, a healthy margin doing that. So I'm not going to send those in Amazon. I'm going to sell them on eBay. But then there's the issues of, you know, gated categories and gated brands on Amazon and all those things, you know, are open up on eBay. Not every brand, of course. eBay has brands also that you can't sell, but the list is a lot smaller than Amazon. So yeah, the possibilities She's right. Our are, are completely endless.
0: Fantastic. Anything to add on that topic of helping an Amazon seller start to think, hey, what can I should I sell? Because I want to I want to talk a little bit about the work you guys have been doing too on uh, this new training that you put together. But any other tips or strategies there? How do you determine? Like I'm curious, Jeff. and I, I think I know how you're gonna answer this, but when you were seeing those spices, how'd you determine, hey, these are gonna be profitable on eBay? What how much research does that take?
2: about the same it, as it does to look things up on Amazon. So I've always got my phone with me and I'm always starting with Amazon. I scan things and look it up you know, on the Amazon app. And when that spice came up, I was like, well, that's about worthless. So I went to eBay and eBay in the search bar also has a little camera where you can scan the barcode. So I scanned the barcode on eBay and I saw that you know packs of eight or 10 or whatever have already sold for a healthy margin. So that's where I made my decision. The process is pretty much the same.
0: You can check the recently completed listings and see mm-hmm. what are they selling for. Just because someone's trying to sell it for a certain price doesn't mean it's sold for that price recently. Right. So you check the completed listings box, right? That's what it's called, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And that's something a lot of people don't know the technology that eBay has added just over the last couple of years, even with the barcode scanner and the just the picture identification. You can snap a picture of something And it will search the eBay site. So Mm -hmm. the technology is really, really growing that way with eBay and and data. It's like they used to have a... It was a paid service to be able to go and research things, uh, Terapeak. They've now added that every seller now has access. My light's being a little possessed.
0: (laughs) It looks great here.
1: But they have... You can just access it and see what's selling and get all of the data, all of those numbers so many of you guys out there like to analyze and know if something's a a good deal. So just if you are basing your opinion on what eBay was even five or 10 years ago, I would encourage you to take another look because they have made some serious changes from the leadership down, you know, they've got whole new leadership. And they are really focused on the future and helping sellers.
0: Yeah, I've found it to be a very smooth process. It's very intuitive to list a new product. You find someone who's already selling it, if it's a common product, and say, I have one like this that I want to sell. You upload your own pictures, use all their data, making sure it all looks good. I mean, you you can throw stuff out there pretty fast. And I like to set it up so that The price slowly drops over time. Typically, I'm not doing much auctions anymore. Do you guys do any auctions on eBay anymore? I bet you do, Danny. don't you?
1: I do. Well, because it depends. It's funny because I have a completely different business model than you do. So Mm -hmm. that model doesn't work for me because I don't want to draw. I'm not selling commodity items where there's like a set value. Right. And that's one of the beauties with eBay is sometimes if something's not selling, I can raise the price and it will sell. Because I'm now reaching a different mindset buyer. So I don't recommend auctions for about 99% of the things listed these days. I mean, when eBay started, it was all auctions. Like, you didn't even need pictures. Everything sold. And that's been a hard change for the longtime sellers over the years. like, it is more work. We do have to include really good pictures and good titles and the description and all of that stuff has to be in the listing to have it even come up in the search results. But uh, you get that buyer base that, you know, if it is a rare item and you've got it on auction, there is no telling what it will sell for. And so if you're ever unsure of what something's gonna sell for just, you know, put it on auction format, start it kind of where your gut's telling you, you'd be happy if it sold, but now you have the possibility of like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was worth $2,000.
2: Right. Yeah, I I agree 100%. I, and I'm 99% buy it now. Anytime my research gives me a good idea of what something's going to sell for, then I grab the price and throw it up by it now because buyers, uh, most buyers just don't have the patience for an auction. But if I get a really rare item and or my research is coming up nothing, I have no idea. Or if my research shows that prices are all over the map. You know, then I might put something up for an auction. And yeah, it's nice to get that surprise. You know, like Danny said, I always start something at a price that I would be happy if it sold for. And it's great to start something at a hundred bucks and then wake up the day after it sold. Oh, 550. Wow. That was
1: cool. Well, here's something else, too, that is completely possible with eBay that's not possible with other sites. Because you have your own store, you have your own. URL to send people to. I used to coach a, a guy who was he was running only auctions and he'd have no listings, no listings, no listings, and he's doing all of his social media marketing around his upcoming auction. He put those items on eBay. And then he'd do this big auction and he had a $5 million a year business. Wow. I I actually, I coached him off of eBay and said, why don't you have your own auction house?
0: Right. Which is what he does now. Yeah, He does
1: now. But he did literally have a $5 million a year business based on being able to market his auctions over on eBay. Wow.
0: That's phenomenal. So yeah, the benefit of having an audience for sure. (laughs) Hey, super short interruption. Before we get back to the content, I just wanted to let you know about a really cool deal that our friends at Helium 10 have put together. Helium10.com, discount code SSMR, as in silent sales machine radio, 50% off your first month on a robust suite of tools used by over a million Amazon sellers around the world. Go check it out. Many users in our community swear by Helium 10. I love the data that they put out. They've put a lot of time and energy into creating a robust suite of tools that can really help you with your business, making good decisions on what to buy. Helium10.com, discount code SSMR.
1: He did literally have a $5 million a year business based on being able to market his auctions over on eBay. Wow.
0: That's phenomenal. So yeah, the benefit of having an audience, for sure. Yeah. Well, I want to hear about the eBay course. Who's it for? What'd you guys put into it? Where do they go to find out more about it? Just you, you two take it away. I know you worked long and hard on this, and it's been a long time since we brought eBay to the stage in this community. So I'm very excited to start putting some attention there again. And one thing before I turn it over to you guys, we said that Amazon's about half of all the transactions on in the US. Well, eBay is that close second, you know, they're in second place, but like you both said, a lot of activity there. So they are the next obvious choice from our vantage point As you start expanding onto other platforms. You know, you've got Facebook marketplace and Etsy and all these other ones too. And we could talk about all of them, but after Amazon, as far as this pure volume of customers and shopping activity, it's eBay still Walmart's in the mix as well, which we've got content coming from that, but say it's eBay. So let's talk about that course that you guys have and, and what you put in there?
1: Well, really, I think Jeff and I both deal with a lot of people that are brand new to eBay in our Facebook groups. So we built this course based on our interactions with those people. So really just go into the basics up through the advanced. So we talk about how do you even start your account? What do I need to set up? we go into the shipping which is a big thing that holds people back but yes. we have gosh multiple multiple videos on shipping with all kinds of information and then we go to the advanced like when do you know it's time to like hire help and advanced marketing strategy and all of that so it's it's really for beginner to somebody who wants to up their game
2: yeah uh, yeah, it's, it's really comprehensive. And the cool thing about doing this course together is, you know, yes, Danny and I both sell a lot on eBay, but our, our businesses are totally different, <laughs> not only in terms of the products we sell. But even the things like the way we run our business, the way we do listings, I'm not saying it's drastically different, but she has things that she puts in and it works great for her. I have different things that I do and it works great for me. So, you know, it's not like, this isn't a, a cookie cutter course that says you follow every one of these steps and you will be, you know, an eBay master. We teach principles and yeah, we show, we show steps and she talks about the things that she does. I talk about the things that I do and, you know, if you can go through the course and then find, you know, your own path on, on how you do your listing. So it's cool to have the two different perspectives.
0: Very good. Well, give me uh give me an example of a story. And and we, we've talked in the past, so we might end up hearing stories we've heard before, but I just want to put some perspective and some excitement And you know, I I do, I tend to get more excited about my eBay stories than my Amazon. Amazon is the bread and butter, pays the bills, predictable, Mm it's not boring almost at times. It's, you know, I don't, I can't say I've got a product that I'm really excited to sell every day on Amazon, but the eBay stories inevitably, I think any of us could just go for an hour, like, oh, this happened and I found, I met this famous person or, you know, I found this great item, and I couldn't believe how much it was worth. Like there's some excitement there in eBay. It's more relational, too. So it's just a it's a, has a more of a human touch. So I let's just tell a couple of stories just to kind of maybe spark the imagination on what's possible. Uh,
1: I have a okay. really exciting one that okay, just, go ahead, Danny just happened. So awesome. And this is another really cool thing about the eBay business. So I'm starting to incorporate my two teenagers into the business not just from like the helping out mode but I take my daughter to the thrift stores with me. she now gets the opportunity to buy a couple of things that I will sell for her on on my ID and we're teaching her like you have to save half of that money in an account but the other half is yours to reinvest or spend on something you want so she's learning that money management. Well she's an artist and she goes to the art section, and she comes back with this original watercolor. I'm looking at it, and it's nice, and it's, you know, it's got all the elements, and it was $5.99. Well, we brought it home and did a little more research. It turns out that it is painted by the daughter of a very, very famous mid-century designer named Eero Saarinen. It's Susan Saarinen, his daughter, uh we have not had it evaluated yet but we believe it's worth hundreds of dollars that was like like her first big score
2: wow that's really cool that is very cool
0: i'm excited to hear the rest of that story when it when you find out what you got your hands on there
2: right that's really cool yeah you're you're right jim i could i could fill up an hour just telling ebay stories i mean my gosh You know, early on, I bought a record for twenty five cents and sold it on auction a couple weeks later for eleven hundred dollars. You know, I mean, stuff like that happens all the time. But I think my favorite stories on eBay highlight the the relationship aspect, like the which is different. Like you said, Amazon, you you don't get develop relationships with the buyers. You know, it's just commodities go and and you know people buy it out of the store and whatever but on ebay you get the relationship things and uh, a couple years ago i had a record that i was in a big lot of records that i bought and it had a lady with her um acoustic guitar and the big 70s bouffant hairdo and the flower print dress and the cowboy boots and you know singing gospel songs okay and I was just going to toss it because I couldn't find any research on it. But something just made me think, you know, well, maybe somebody knows this lady or they heard her years ago. I don't know, whatever. And it's from the mid 70s or whatever. And what was really cool is inside there was a, uh, a promotional photo of her that was signed and there was also a handwritten letter. OK, so the lot of records that I bought came from an old radio station and the handwritten letter said, thank you for playing my record. You know, it was it was really sweet. So, you know, I put it up on eBay and I thought, eh, 25 bucks, whatever. Well, person that bought it, I noticed their address was the same as the lady's address printed on the record. So I wrote to him and I said, Hey, did you know her? And he said, This was my grandmother and she just passed away yesterday. <laughs> and they got, so a he copy got of her music. He got a copy of her record to play at her funeral. That's that incredible. made me tear up. I'm still getting a little choked up right now thinking about it, it's my awesome. God. but that's beautiful. You can't do stuff like that on Amazon.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, along that same vein, very personal, I'm on the other end of a similar story. My mom is, we lost my dad in December, uh, which as we're recording, this is just a few months ago, still dealing with the difficulty of that. But one of the things that my mom always enjoyed about my dad was he had an old school typewriter for years, and he got rid of it probably a couple decades ago and because she was looking through her stuff and she's in the process of moving and suddenly she's like, where's that typewriter? She missed it because she came across one of his old papers that he had written and typed out. And she's, she decided, I want to display this paper in an exact replica or the exact typewriter that he used to use. So she, where do you go to do something like that? What do you look for? On eBay, there one was. And she paid $500 for it. And I'm sure someone was very happy because that's like a you know, $30, $40 yard sale find maybe kind of thing. I mean, you know typewriters, Jeff, but it's Ooh, an older yeah. 70s typewriter. But she's got it now and she would have paid far more for it. And it's she's trying to decide if she thinks it's the exact one because it's identical in every way. Wow. And so she's got that displayed now. One of dad's papers that he typed out on a nice display with that typewriter. And so the value... I love, and this is something we teach our kids, you know, that the value of possession isn't in the price tag that's on it or the person that's selling it. They don't determine the value. The value is determined by the buyer. Right. My mom sees $500 value there, probably a whole lot more than that. The person who almost threw it in a dumpster six months ago thought, now I'm going to try I'm going to clean this thing up and try to sell it, you know? They maybe saw 20 or $30 of value. They'd have been happy with hundred bucks. You know, that's how you create value. So on eBay, there's a real chance to create value on these unique items. And I don't want to create the impression that it's a treasure hunt, but there's a lot of money and all the margins are there. You're not going to make a thousand time ROI on, on Amazon. You're just not. On eBay, you can. You'll have these things that just take off.
1: And you uh, won't do it with every- every item. So you have your, you know, you have your bread and butter stuff. My bread and butter is about the $30 item that I paid Mm -hmm. five to $10 for that's the bread and butter. And then it's just those bonuses thrown in. And that is a very frequent occurrence.
0: Oh yeah. Right. Right. One thing I want to encourage people to do too, is, you know, as Amazon sellers, especially those in our replants training, we don't get real excited about clearance aisles. And Hey, there's you know a bunch of this item for sale. We don't spend a lot of time there typically, but once you add eBay into the mix, you could and should, and ask for a discount buy it, at, say, Hey, if I buy all of this, get used to saying this, this is a phrase I use say, Hey, if I clear this shelf or buy a bunch of this from you, what can you do for me? Sometimes they'll say nothing. And these are major retail stores like anywhere, Walmart, Target, Meyer, wherever you're at, say, hey, if I buy all of these, can you guys give me a break? Especially if it's a clearance item. And I've come across some incredible deals that way on really hot selling products. Do you guys ever do anything like that?
1: Yeah, oh. I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the grocery store and I gotta go see what's on clearance because mm-hmm. you just never know, like, you know, hair color. There's like hair colors that they just don't make anymore or that are being discontinued. And women, again, it's that emotional purchase. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be able to get this. They're gonna go on eBay and they're gonna pay three, four times what that box costs. So there's always stuff like that.
2: Yeah, uh, personal care products is a great example, especially when you know it, it's discontinued. I bought, it was Axe brand, which is a gated brand on Amazon. And it was on clearance at Meyer for like $2 a can. I bought seven cans of it. I didn't even remember what it was. It was some kind of facial product or whatever, but it was a discontinued scent. And so I sold those seven cans as a bundle for a hundred bucks on eBay. Because once something's discontinued, like Danny said, people are like, oh, how am I ever going to get this again? And they go, and go find it on eBay.
1: Beautiful. You just made me think of something cool that eBay just added recently. And that is, they partnered up with a site called Bulk, B-U-L-Q. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, if you buy uh, something from Bulk, they will pre-format and draft your listings with what's in that box of stuff you're getting. Like, wow, oh.
2: that's cool.
0: Hmm. So they ship it. The they ship it to you.
1: Yeah. So you, you still it. have to fill your stuff. they set up the
0: listing. Gotcha.
1: But they've already created the drafts. So you just have to go in and finish them.
0: That's
2: a cool wow. idea. That's really cool. Hmm.
0: I like it. All kinds of interesting potential here. So I know you guys both have Facebook groups where you talk about eBay stuff. We'll stick a link to both of these in the show notes, but this, let's talk a little bit about the kind of the vibe, the community you guys have built and, and who might, and and correct me if I'm wrong, they're free, right? I know Jeff's is free. Is yours free, Mm -hmm. Danny? Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So how do people find you guys there as well?
1: Well, I've got the niche to profit on eBay, Etsy, and more. And I got that, the whole thing started because I helped my mom learn to sell on eBay. My mom, who's the person who says, I can't do technology. I can't figure this out. (laughs) Within six months, she was a top rated seller, power seller, quit her day job. And so I tend to work with people like that, like, you know, those who are facing retirement and worried about their income. So that group gears to a lot of new people who are not tech savvy at all.
2: That's cool. Yeah. So my Facebook group is the Sorcerer's Apprentice, S-O-U-R-C-E-R, not sorcerer. If you type that in, you'll get you know Mickey Mouse and Fantasia or whatever. But um you see Mickey Mouse, I, you didn't find and you see Mickey Mouse, right? You need to see Superman. That's what you're looking, looking for, for right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, goofy. Look All for right. Goofy, not Mickey. <laughs> Look for there Goofy. Go. <laughs> That's good. But I started my group because I start, you know, it, it's important to realize what your strengths are and what your you know what your particular superpower is. And I realize my superpower is finding stuff. Like, I remember, Jim, early on, I heard you say, once you get this, you'll see $100 bills floating in the air. And it's so true. I realized, holy cow, he's not kidding. There are $100 bills everywhere. And I found that I was just really, really good at the treasure hunt. Garage sales, estate sales, auctions, you know, Walmart clearance shelf, whatever. And I had a really, really good eye for finding stuff. So that's why I started the group and we focus on sourcing. So, you know, if you're the type that does a lot of wholesale and and stuff like that, the group probably won't speak much to you. But if you love the hunt, that's that's what my group's about.
1: Yeah. And and Jeff and I both have YouTube channels where we actually mm-hmm. show people that stuff we're picking up. So
0: Yeah, we'll put a link to those in the show notes as well so people can check it out. So if you're listening to this or watching on YouTube, go to silentgym.com and look for this episode. Look in the show notes. We'll have links to, to the the Facebook groups, the YouTube channels, and to the eBay course that Jeff and Danny work so long and hard on. That's phenomenal, guys. Anything you want to, as we start to wrap this one up, anything you want to leave the listeners with? I think we've definitely given them enough to decide if this is for them or not, if they want to try it out or not. Anything else to, to throw out there to help educate and entertain or motivate our audience?
1: Well, I'm always really big on the only, only limits you have in growing your business are the ones you put on yourself. So if fear or anxiety or the unknown is stopping you from going and doing the next thing, just know that's all something you're putting in there because there are thousands of successful stories. Of people who just went for it. So be that person who just goes for it and do what you want to do with your business.
0: Yeah. And, and here, and before I turn the mic to Jeff, hearing you say that, Danny, I, I know a lot more than probably the average person about your story and the, the fight and the struggle and how much you've overcome. Like that's no joke for you to be in a position where you're saying that I'm, I'm just, I'm proud of you. I'm proud to know you. I agree. And the, the number of, especially women that you've, that you've motivated and encouraged because of what you've come through. So God bless you. Amen. That's, my mission. That. Don't That's put, my mission. Don't put limitations on yourself because you're one of those people that could have said, hey, the world just basically beat the snot out of me. I'm done for a while. But there you are fighting back. And yeah. good good on you. I'm so
2: proud of you. Proud to know you. Thank you. That's good. Yeah, I agree. So final word that I would give is, uh, man, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, if, if you make mistakes, if you're a perfectionist, stop it (laughs) (laughs) seriously i mean you know danny and I. you look at danny and i and you're like oh wow they're like the ebay you know king and queen or whatever i mean we're very successful you know we both have six-figure businesses but we make mistakes all the time i buy something that i think is going to sell turns out to be junk now i can sit (laughs) you got something right there danny
0: magic taco yeah
2: (laughs) you know i and I can sit and beat myself up. Oh, I'm terrible at this. I should just go get a job. You know, I can do that. And that's not going to accomplish anything. All right. You're going to make mistakes. Learn from it. Drop it. Move on. And, you know, I'll just make sure that, you know, you are you have more successes than you have mistakes. Right. <laughs> that's, that's where the profit comes in. It's not about eliminating mistakes entirely. It's about mitigating them and ramp up. When you find something that's successful, ramp it up.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I love the. Uh, it, I think it's a Jim Rohn quote. You've got a decision when you when you make mistakes. You can focus on the loss, or you can focus on the lesson. And the less time you spend focusing on the loss, the further you're going to go. Like, what do we just learn here? Okay forward we go. And I I think I'd like to encourage everyone too, if you're, if you're jumping into eBay, you know, get into the course, absolutely get the training, go through it, but you're going to need a community. You know, you've got our Facebook community. We talk about in my silent team, eBay comes up time to time, not nearly to the extent that it does in your Facebook groups, however. So get into a community. Another, another quote I've been sharing lately, I heard a couple of years ago is uh, you can't find your purpose until you find your tribe. You can't find you know, what am I, you're going to be lost without a tribe. Don't do it alone. And the energy is just so great in both your Facebook groups, the people who are there to help you out and encourage. And so you can avoid some of those mistakes and and get a lot of that motivation. So it's great having you guys on the show today.
1: Thank you. It was awesome being here.
0: Yeah, it was was really awesome. Every chance I get to hang out with you guys. And maybe now's a good chance to point out too. uh, You guys are both, Danny, are you going to, I don't remember, are you going to the conference in Tampa in July? You are, aren't you?
1: I am. And I know Jeff (laughs)
0: is. Yeah, Jeff actually picked up a bride there here not too long ago, so.
2: Yeah, that's right. (laughs) That's that's the greatest thing I've ever sourced.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So theprovenconference.com, July, Tampa, 2021. Get over there, get your tickets if you don't have them yet. Uh, the world's still a little weird. So, we're not sure what to expect with this whole COVID thing, but we got a lot of people coming. So, it's going to be a good time to awesome. come hang out with our yeah, Amazon, eBay, e commerce community.
1: And here's the thing, Jim eBay makes it possible for me to get to that conference.
0: So. That's right.
2: Is that great? <laughs> yeah.
0: What a time to be alive. You know, Amen. we can run these incredible businesses from home. We're blessed. You know, while the rest of the world was kind of panicking and people losing their jobs and staying home and oh, waiting man. on that $400 government check, we're out here building businesses. And oh, we're out here hiring people and ramping up. So we And actually,
1: just, it accelerated the growth of the e-commerce world. It taught so many more people how yep. to shop online and learn yeah. to get things delivered to their door. So it, there's no Absolutely time right. like now to start. I mean, here.
0: I'm looking out my window right here. I'm pointing at a house, a neighbor right over here. We had to teach them how to shop online because they were sending us texts saying, hey if you guys are able to get out to the store because you're younger than us, you know, could you pick us up this and pick us up that? I'm like, I'd be happy to do it, of course. But have you heard of, have you heard of Amazon? Here's a, do you have a Prime membership yet? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and those millions of people that surveys are telling us, they're not going back to traditional. They're shopping online. Right. They're spending a lot more time on Amazon, eBay, Facebook Marketplace, all the online. This Q4 this year is going to be insane.
1: Yeah,
0: and,
2: absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah they say kind of it takes- the headlines. Yeah, they say it takes six weeks to make a habit, but we've just had what twelve months of <laughs> creating the habit of shopping online instead of going to the store. So that's yeah, right. this is a great time to ramp yeah, your business. If
0: you're up. new, now is a phenomenal time. And I would say the the one thing we didn't point out, just as I'm brainstorming a little bit, the up ramp to get onto eBay and to start your business rocking is significantly shorter than that up ramp to Amazon. So if you haven't done anything yet, dip your feet in the eBay world. That's Absolutely. that's the, the, I mean, like you could have a business later this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. not anywhere near as complex as, you know, the week or two process that you got to go through and all the verifications with Amazon. Although I haven't set up an eBay account in a while, it's definitely easier to do than.
1: Oh, yeah. Easier than ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll God bless you, you guys. And uh, I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a minute and thank them for hanging out with us, giving us some of their time today. Always a pleasure and we're honored that you did that. One little favor we ask, since this podcast is completely free and our marketing budget is $0, if you wouldn't mind telling a few friends about it, pass this episode around or just send them to silentgym.com and say, hey, go check out this podcast. I think you'll enjoy it. That's kind of how you can pay us back for this service that we provide through uh the content here so leave us a review send us some feedback if you have ideas for a show or if you want to be on the show if you're one of our successful students hey send us a note we'd love to have you on here so god bless all the business building warriors out there we're in your corner i know my friends are in your corner as well we love helping support entrepreneurs on their journey we'll have another great episode for you again real soon talk to you then Hey, before we go, just a quick thing. I wanted to remind you that Helium 10 has become a great sponsor of this show. They've got an offer exclusive for the audience, the listeners, the business building warriors of this community. If you go to helium10.com and use the discount code SSMR, as in silent sales machine radio, you get the tool that's being used by over 1 million Amazon sellers at this point. They're actively tracking over... 2 billion different products on Amazon at any given time, providing data and helping you make good decisions on what products you should and shouldn't sell, as well as an entire suite of products that help you run your entire Amazon business instead of piecing it together a little bit from here, a little bit from there. It's a great tool. Many, many coaches on our team use it, the content creators. I know that Nathan, our coaching director, swears by it as well. So we were very excited to bring them on as a sponsor. Again, Helium 10, discount code SSMR, and I'll take good care of you. Hey, God bless you, business building warrior.
2: Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.